Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. If you would, and I take your Bibles to go with me to the book of Mark, chapter number 4. Mark, chapter number 4. I actually want to back up a few verses this evening to uh, pick up a few verses, a parable, actually two parables that uh, work together here that were just before the message this morning. Mark chapter number 4, and we'll begin our reading tonight in verse number 26. Uh, These parables uh, describe the kingdom of God, what the kingdom is like, and God has something for us, I believe, from His Word here. Mark chapter number 4, begin your reading and following here in verse number 26. Verse 26, and the Bible says, And He said, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground, and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up. He knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he putteth in the sickle, because the harvest is come. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which, when it is sown in the earth, is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it groweth up, and becometh greater than all the herbs, and shooteth out great branches, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. And with many such parables spake he the word unto them, as they were able to hear it. But without a parable spake he not unto them. And when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. Verse 26, the Bible says, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast a seed into the ground. Verse number 30, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what comparison shall we compare it? And so tonight's message is simply titled, Some Things We Need to Know About the Kingdom of God. Some things we need to know about the kingdom of God. And Jesus tells two stories to this group of people that's gathered around. Now, most likely this is a group that is primarily made of Jewish people. And the Jewish people at the time of Christ were under great oppression from the, from the nation of Rome. And they were longing, this group of people were longing for a kingdom where God would be glorified, where the Roman wicked Gentiles would not have control. And when Jesus comes on the scene, a man that can do miracles, a man that can lead, a man that can speak, a man that has ability and a way with man like no one had ever seen before, they said, we want to make a king out of you. It won't be long until we watch Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And people were crying Hosanna and throwing palms in the in the way in the road and 
But their thought was, this is going to be our next king. We're going to have a civil and we're going to have a government takeover and he's going to make everything good right now in this kingdom. The kingdom of God. It's going to be amazing. Lower taxes. Higher wages. More jobs. Have you heard any of those things? But Jesus wanted to make something very clear. The kingdom of God, what he had set out to accomplish, transcended and went further than the 40, 50, 60, 70 years of a man's life or three or four generations down the road. What Jesus had come to earth to do was to save the world. From their sins. And his kingdom was different. His kingdom wasn't the here and now. By the way, when we start to think about the kingdom of God, don't forget that life is short. Don't get so caught up with the ins and outs of this life to the neglect of eternity. We should live every day of our life in light of the fact that we are living for eternity. This isn't the end, it's just the beginning. You go to the bedside of a hundred-year-old person. That's not the end. It's just the beginning. And Jesus says, hmm, what can we liken the kingdom of God to? Can you imagine being one of these Jews that's hoping that he's going to be the next ruler of the, of the world and he's going to set Rome on its heels? And he says... The kingdom of God is like, and can you imagine what they're thinking? The kingdom of God is like streets of gold and uh, everybody gets a free lunch. I mean, everybody gets a cell phone. I mean, they're all thinking, what am I going to get out of this coming kingdom? Man, this is going to be great. What is it, Lord? What is it, Lord? And he says something just so amazing. They're just shocked. And how amazing what he has to say is. He tells the first story. He says the kingdom of God, it's like a man. Yeah, what kind of man? It's like a man sowing seed. So immediately their minds go from a great warrior to a farmer. He says like a man sowing seed. And the seed is sown and... He says, you know what happens when the seed's sown? The seed goes into the ground and... The man goes to sleep, and he awakes. He goes to sleep, and he awakes. And the next thing you know, he goes out and checks on the place where the seed was sown. And there is a springing up out of the ground. There's a blade. Springing up out of the ground, then there's more evidence and growth, a stalk. And then finally, there is... Corn, an ear. The Bible says, and he tells the story of the kingdom of God's like this, and when that ear is ripe, it's cut down and harvested. Hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? And then he says, guess what else? The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. He says, it's like a mustard seed. And these folks would have been familiar with a mustard seed. It was a very, very tiny, tiny seed. It was one of the most, it was the tiniest seeds they were familiar with at the time. 
He said, the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, the smallest of seeds. When it's planted, it grows up greater than all herbs. It becomes big. Then it shoots out branches. And the fowls lodge in them. And he says, I just want you to know, folks, this is what the kingdom of God is like. And just like a few of you are looking at me cross-eyed right now, no doubt there were some folks looking cross-eyed then. But there's some things we need to know about the kingdom of God, some things that are important that God in His Word has disclosed to us in these two stories. Here they are. Some things we need to know about the kingdom of God. Number one, sowing. Sowing. Now, earlier in this chapter, we had the parable of the seed and the soil. And the emphasis of the portion of Scripture of this parable was on the condition of the soil. There were four different kinds of soil, and depending on where the seed or the Word of God fell, depended on if that seed uh, grew up and bore fruit. And the emphasis was on our hearts and the heart of man. And I hope that in the last few days, if you've been uh, thinking about and meditating on that passage of Scripture, I hope that if you had a wayside heart, that God has begun to soften it up. And I hope that if you have a shallow heart, that God has begun to give you a depthening, a deepening, and you've got the stone out. And if you've got a crowded heart, all the weeds have come in and choked out the Word of God, I hope that you've been able to whack down a few weeds in your heart. And I pray that you have a cultivated heart, a heart that's prepared for the seed. Now, the emphasis earlier in the same chapter of the Bible was on the condition of the soil. And now we take time to look at the sowing. And the sowing is important. In the kingdom of God, God wants us to be sowing seed, sowing the seed of the Word of God. Are you a sower? Are you a sower? We're to be sowing the seed of the Word of God. What are you doing personally to advance the gospel? to advance the Word of God, to get the seed of the Word of God into the hearts of men and women and boys and girls. If you can't think of something, I would encourage you to know something. The kingdom of God, there's an important role in the kingdom of God and is the role of sowing the seed of the Word of God. We're to be advancing the cause of Christ as we sow the Word of God. Some folks have this idea, well, I've tried that before, but it didn't work. You don't know that. God's commission to us is that we sow. And in the kingdom of God, sowing is important. Look what the Bible says here in verse number 26. And he said, So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Oh, we are to be sowing the seed. We are to be sowing the seed, casting the seed of the Word of God. You said, but what about the seed that falls on stony ground? That's not up to you. That's not your decision to make. We're not to judge the hearts of men. We're to simply sow the Word of God. Sowing is an important part of the Word of God. We are to sow the seed. The second thing that we need to know about the kingdom of God is the work of God has a mysterious nature. Number one, an important thing we need to know about the kingdom of God is the sowing. Sowing is something we're to engage in. The second thing is that the work of God has a mysterious nature. Now, here's what the Bible says. It's very plain, and if you try to read too much into this, you'll miss the point. 
But the Bible says in verse 31, it is like a grain of mustard. I'm sorry, verse 27. The man has cast seed in the ground, and he should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up. He knoweth not how. I believe the emphasis is on that last phrase. He knoweth not how. He knoweth not how. It still amazes me as many years and many times as I've seen seed go into the ground. It still amazes me that out of a dry bag of beans that I can put those in the ground. And when it gets wet and encounters the nutrition of dirt, before you know it, it'll spring up out of the ground. It's a mystery. You say, it's not a mystery. Biologists can tell us all about it. They can tell us about it, and there's amazing things that scientists and biologists can do. But it's a miracle of God how the seed does its work. It blows my mind how something that's dry, like a bean seed, can still have life in it. Yet God does that. You see, if it were up to me to figure out how to make the seed come back to life, I'd mess it all up. Now, my job is to sow the seed. But the result is to be left in the hands of God. The the Bible just gives us this picture of this farmer. There's a certain element of faith in farming. Somebody told me the some of the biggest gamblers you'll ever meet are farmers. <laughs> it's a it's you know, you plant the seed, you gotta leave it up to the Lord. I wouldn't call that gambling at all. You plant the seed and you leave it to the Lord. The Bible gives this picture of this man. He just sows, puts the seed in the ground, and he wakes night and day. Wakes night and day. He goes by and looks at it, and eventually he begins to see the blade come out of the ground. Here's the point. He knows not how. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chihuahua Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at ChillHowieBaptistChurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chihuahua Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.